Welcome to the Good Cities Podcast with news and information about city movements around the world. Brought to you by GoodCities.net. In this episode, Good Cities founder Glenn Barth interviews author and city coach Reggie McNeil to explore the importance of kingdom-centric thinking in the context of city movements. Hello, this is Glenn Barth, president of Good Cities. I want to welcome you to today's Good Cities podcast. If you want to learn more about Good Cities, you can visit our website at www.goodcities.net. There you'll find a number of resources, including other podcasts like the one you're going to hear today. Today I have with me my colleague and friend who humorously refers to himself as the other guy at Good Cities, <laughs> Reggie McNeil. You write a lot about uh, the importance of kingdom-centric thinking in ministry and mission. Tell us the difference between kingdom-centric thinking and, uh, and church-centric thinking. Well, you know, it's, it, and by the way, I'm glad to be here, Glenn. Uh, but I would say that the Western church particularly is afflicted with uh, this church-centric uh, thinking that has uh, come out of centuries of practice where we have really uh, focused all of our attention on the church, getting the church set up in the early days of the movement and how it should operate and and then, you know, you can trail it on and then into the Reformation where we've spent the last 500 years trying to fix the church. And uh, and so all of our focus, again, has been on doctrine and who's in and who's out and what tribe am I with that, you know, baptizes this way or believes this many sacraments or stands up or sits down at different times in the bull. I mean, we've got all these denominations now uh, which, uh, you know, go against Jesus' prayer in John 17 and you like to talk about that a lot, about that we may be one, his prayer. And uh, I think that this this whole uh, tribalism that's come out of uh, the uh, the church-centric thinking is just indicative of our just obsession over fixing the church and paying attention to it. And a corollary to that is, and we can get into this a little more later, is that we've come to believe, those of us in the church world, that the church is God's major concern on planet Earth, and that that's what he gets up thinking about every day. And then it's pretty easy to shrink wrap our efforts down to just church stuff so that we are spending the majority of our time, our energies, our money, and all that making sure the church is operating. And what I contend is that the kingdom is God's uh, biggest concern, always has been. Uh, in fact, you don't have a God without kingdom. You don't have a kingdom without God. They're just, I mean, it's, it's you know, you, you kind of get the kingdom of God with him. It's, it's a package deal. And that's exactly what drives him. And it is exactly why the church is created. But we've kind of inverted uh, the the process. We think the kingdom serves the church rather than the church serving the kingdom. And I can explain all that maybe a little more carefully later. But that's what I mean. We've got to reorient our thinking to having a kingdom filter. Yeah. Okay, okay. Reggie, now tell me, are you saying that the church got into tribalism before Seth Godin or Eric Swanson? (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) Well, and and, and tribalism is not all bad. I mean, you know, there are people I like to hang out with because of certain affinities and 
you know, I mean, we're all tribal in that sense. But uh, so I, I guess that maybe maybe is not even the best analogy. But the point being is we've spent now hundreds of years figuring out how we are different from each other and who we can hang out with and uh, and even inside of our own uh, groups, who we can promote to leadership and stuff based on all these ecclesiological uh, issues and, uh, and and church practice and church doctrine and 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 all of that it seems to me while it's not uninteresting or maybe not uh, I will not say it's completely unnecessary but the predominance that or, or the dominance that has come to play in um, in our thinking and practices we are so focused on the church that I'm afraid we're missing the larger agenda of what God is up to in the world because God is not doing most of his work in and through the church. God is doing his work uh, in and through the kingdom, and we need to reattenuate ourselves to that major um, th- to that major reality that I'm just afraid we're missing because our you know our, the prescription on our glasses are all church thinking. Reggie, I, I have to think uh, about the number of denominational leaders and parachurch ministry leaders that I've spoken to through the years as I've talked to them about the critical role of the unity of the body of Christ working together for the good of our cities. And often their reply or retort to me is, you're talking about Christians getting together between denominational leaders and uh, in between, you know, pastors who will uh, be from different denominations, different ethnic and racial groups, and, uh, and perhaps even different parachurch ministries. And they'll, they'll, their reply is often to me, that's a huge task. We can't even get our own people together. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's interesting so, you use the word para, you use the word parachurch. That's another example of church centric yeah. thinking. Uh, you know, because there's, and my contention is, and, and, and again, we can unpack this a little bit uh, later on, but uh, there's no such thing as parachurch. I mean, that only church as institution could invent that uh, as a mm. way of saying, well, you're mm. you're not. You don't fit this category of what we think church really is, which is, you know, whatever confession or statement of our ecclesiology is, whereas church as movement, which is what Jesus established, uh, that we took into church as institution um, as a bit of a, an aberration or when the movement calcified. Uh, but, but church as movement doesn't look at church as, you know, somewhat church or a little bit church it's like being a little pregnant i mean you're either pregnant or you aren't you're either church or you aren't because church is a relationship it's not a, mm-hmm. a membership it's not a a doctrinal stance it's not a i mean th- those things may come out of it but in its essential being or it, it, church essentially is a relationship not a thing uh, it's uh, it's it's an us. I mean, it's a it's a we. <laughs> I don't know how mm. to say that. It's it, it's it's more organic. It's more natural. It's more it, it's relational. I mean, it's about Jesus and our relationship to Him, and all the external forms of that that we create then that that um, that tend to divide us, move us a little bit away from the 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 pure joy and power of that relationship. Yeah, when we think about. Uh... Jesus calling his disciples, we don't think of that little group of disciples, whether you think of them as the 
inner circle of three or the 12 or the 70 or 72, we don't generally think of that group as an institutional church, do we? We think right. about that as a, as, a, as a group of people seeking to learn about and follow their Lord Jesus uh, in, the, in its earliest expression. And, uh, and yet, over time, these folks who, who came to follow Jesus uh, tried to pass the faith on in a way that would be living and alive, and it became an institution. And over time, institution, movement, individual, they're all interacting with one another to try to understand how do we express the kingdom in our time. Yeah, and I think, uh, unfortunately, uh, the question of how we express the kingdom in our time has gotten tied up with uh, how do we express the church in our time mm-hmm. um, as, as almost so ter- as, as synonymous with each other. Mm. Uh, and, and the truth is the kingdom uh, is a large canvas. It's the big picture. And so, um, yeah. So, Reggie, what brought you to this uh, to this point of view? What what brought you to this kingdom centric view of the church and of the movement that God wants us to be engaged with? And what difference has it made in your life as as a leader? Yeah, and I hope listeners will stay with us all the way through because people start hearing things I never say. Uh, as soon as I say stuff like, you know, uh, that we've already said, they're, they're often saying I'm trying to shut down the church. No, absolutely not. I'm trying to bring the church back into its rightful role and position in the kingdom. But my own journey didn't help me with that because I grew up in church. Uh, good heavens, I was a pastor's son. And um, and we didn't talk about the kingdom. We sang the little church around, you know, seek ye first the kingdom of God, you know, and, um, and as children's choirs and all that, that's about it. I mean, everything, all the talk was about church and our church and our church's mission and uh, what we were doing together as a church and don't miss church. And, you know, it, it was all very church-oriented. And uh, and even our sense of commitment to Jesus was based on our commitment to the church. As institutions, how active we were in the church, you know, people that came every week were better disciples than those who didn't. Uh, and uh, if you wanted to identify your gifts, uh, it was all so we would know how to position you in church service. So if you have to give hospitality, you need to be on the kitchen crew. Um, you know, uh, as opposed to if you have to give hospitality, you ought to be holding neighborhood watch, you know, neighborhood block parties. I mean, we never thought about it that way. Everything was church centric. Uh, then I, you know, the older I got, you know, some kingdom language start getting thrown around with the, uh, the moral majority, uh, the rise of that. And that, of course, was, uh, mostly, uh, uh, you know, trying to be a, a cultural uh, watchdog or whatever you want to uh, just fill in the blank. I mean, uh, and so it, it was kind of con- confrontational. The kingdom was how do we restore certain values back into our culture and, and all that. Uh, then uh, somewhere along the line, uh, we came along and a little bit of this church movement uh, unity started uh, talk started filtering, and I was a youth pastor, and it was about let's let's do some things together with other churches. Okay, that was the kingdom when churches were cooperating together, but still mostly on a church agenda, not exclusively. And then, of course, it's cross denominational lines. That the Baptist youth group and the Methodist youth group had a after football game Friday night fellowship. Now that really was kingdom because you know 
the return of Jesus was imminent if Baptists and Methodists could get together. So, <laughs> I mean, there was this sense that, you know, it, but it was all, you know, somehow church on steroids was what the mm-hmm. kingdom. Well, then I went to seminary and I learned all the classic stuff, you know, the, the uh, you know, the kingdom of the rule and the reign of God, but that still didn't do much for me because it sounds like everything, which can sound like nothing once it's everything. So I, and then I, anyway, through my work with a bunch of leaders and then, uh, you know, particularly multi-congregational settings as I moved out of a local congregational role into a denominational leadership role and then consultant and all that, I began to just work with city groups and all that. And it, it just really continued to drive me to think about how to express the kingdom in ways that people get it. And what I've come to, and the, the, the phrase I use to describe the kingdom is life, as God intends, uh, because mm. the kingdom is about life, because God's about life. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, the life. Uh, you know, and from the very opening pages of the, of the Bible, we, we open up humanity in a garden planted in the dead middle of that garden is the tree of life that's not accidental god sends an angel to stand guard over that tree once you know when eden is disintegrating uh to make sure that because life is going to be protected we end the book in the book of the revelation in a city which of course is the progression of humanity from the garden to the city and uh right down through the middle of that city is the river of life and it's on, uh, with trees of life on both sides. I mean, this is not, you know, uh, accidental, uh, in this, uh, in these biblical descriptors, uh, in this, this language. And as I said, Jesus himself said, I'm the life. And then he said, I've come to give you life. He didn't say, I've come to give you church and give more abundantly. He said, I've come to give you life. And then in case we missed it, the way life intended, abundant life. And then he goes about in his ministry, See, this is the thing. Jesus is the life God intends. So God will go to, I mean, the kingdom saga is the extent that God will go to make sure that we have access to that life he intends, even to the point he comes to the planet, takes on flesh, and lives that life in front of us. Because all the time, Jesus kept saying, follow me, just do what I'm doing, do the stuff I'm doing. You know, so his ministry wasn't, you know, uh, just kind of accidental. He's he's showing we're to be peacemakers. We're to be healers. Uh, we're to be abundant thinkers. We're to be people mm-hmm. of blessing. We're supposed to be looking out after the folks that have the least and and, and the lost. Or and and but don't don't miss the the rich guy that's up uh, out on a limb uh, up above you. I mean, you know, he, he has this. Uh, and and by the way, don't miss the fact that religion is a problem for God uh, and always has been. So, I mean, he, he lives this life in front of us and says, now, my life, I have, in fact, I grew up, Glenn, where I was uh, in my tradition, uh, you know, I was instructed and encouraged to invite Jesus into my heart. And the truth mm-hmm. is, it's exactly the other way around. Jesus has invited us into his heart. He's the vine. Mm-hmm. We're the branches. And if we get Jesus' heart, then we are life givers. We are life protectors we are life proponents we are we, we're just after life for ourselves but also you know loving our neighbor as ourselves we're, we're we we want them to have the life that god intends so for me the kingdom is all about um life and it's about by the way here and now not just on out there because jesus lived a kingdom life 
in the midst of this earth and taught us to pray that the kingdom would invade this earth, you know, on earth as it is in heaven. So the kingdom is not some distant reality that we hope someday to, to you know, run up or wind up in once we have our membership credentials squared away. It is a present-day reality that is possible for us to experience and is possible, by the way, for every human being to experience because that's God's intent, because he wants life to be shared and life to, to, to grow. Now, having said all that, and I know I'm on a rant, uh, and you may want to stop but I, stop me, but if you don't, I want to say the church has a very important role to play in this kingdom saga. Uh, the church has not been here forever. I mean, the kingdom is forever, but the church is not. I mean, the church is, mm-hmm. you know, not the fourth member of the Trinity. I mean, we came into existence at a time in Jesus. By the way, it's the only time Jesus talks about the church, and it happens once. He talks about the mm. kingdom of God over 90 times. Kingdom of God, mm. kingdom of heaven, kingdom. One time he talked about the church, and guess what? It's in the context of the kingdom. Because what he does is he says, you know, when, you know he has that kind of uh, survey poll. When, you know, they pulled off to the rest area on a you know trip there outside of Caesarea. Jesus says, hey, what are you guys hearing on the news? I mean, what? Who are people? What are they saying about me? And uh, and so uh, you know they they give him some example Elijah something or whatever John the Baptist come out. He says, well, who do you say I am? And of course Pete steps up and says, you're the Christ, the Son of the Living God. Now I'm quoting King Jimmy language here. And mm-hmm. Jesus says in response to that, he says, you got it, Pete. Although you had a little help. You know, and I'm going to give you, I'm going to establish the church on this, and I'm going to give you, what, keys to the kingdom. The church, the, even the establishment of the church is to get us to the kingdom. Now, why is that important, that exchange? Because in the first century rabbinical world, when a rabbi thought that his student got what he was teaching, he would give that student his key, which was his insignia. It was a, you could run into a student of Hillel or Gamaliel, Shammai, or whatever, and from their insignia, you would know what school of thought, how they viewed the hmm. world, how they viewed scripture, how they viewed God, their whole worldview. What Jesus does, I mean, this is not a key to unlock a door or unlock the china cabinet or, or the jewelry box or whatever. The key that he's talking about, he's the rabbi. His student just got the answer right. We think you got it, Pete, so I'm going to give you my key. And guess what Jesus' key is? Well, it's everything he talks about. It's the kingdom. And so when you brush up against the kingdom, you will know that, you know, and when, and when you, and I'm going to build a, a whole group of people, the church, ecclesia, it's not a special word. It's a group word right out of the, uh, the first century about people who were looking after who were chosen to look after the welfare of the city. I mean, so so obvious once we actually think in those terms and don't look back through and, and, and retrofit our notions of churches and institutions. So he says, I'm going to, I'm setting you up as the group to look after the welfare of, of the, the city. And, and when people come, when people come against you or are in contact with you, they get my key, which is they get the kingdom. They get life. They get a way to live a better life. 
And so even the church was created to point people to the kingdom. And my fear is that when we have a church-centric agenda and we just keep pointing people to the church and what a great church we have, and this is our church's mission, and this is what we're doing. While it's not unimportant, please don't hear me say that, if we're not pointing them to the ultimate reality, this is the life God wants you to have, and this is, you know, what he's up to, and we have a bunch of people in our city, in our community, that need to experience this life. If we don't get that message, and all we're doing is circling the wagons around our, our church-centric uh, ministry, then uh, I'm afraid we, we're off course. Reggie, I want to thank you so much for this message. It's such an important message for our listeners to hear, and uh, I think what we're going to do is is we're going to complete this podcast right now and uh, just remind you that uh, www.goodcities.net is a great place to find resources. You can call on me or Reggie uh, by contacting me at Glenn, G-L-E-N-N, at goodcities.net, and uh, we'll be happy to respond to the needs that you or your congregation or your fellowship of pastors and uh, Christian leaders in your community might have as uh, you're trying to consider what next steps God might have you take to advance the kingdom in your city or community. In our next podcast, we'll be talking a little bit more about this notion of Jesus giving Peter the key to the kingdom and what that key might mean for us as uh, we consider kingdom activity in our own local city or community uh, in our time. Thanks so much for being with us on this, on this uh, podcast today. We look forward to having you next time as well. Thanks for listening to the Good Cities Podcast. We hope you'll subscribe and listen in on future episodes. To get more information about Good Cities, join our email list, or to find out how to get involved in making your city a good city, visit goodcities.net.